Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Be sure to give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. Oh, hoy hoy, campers. How are we? Yeah, I'm wearing the same top as yesterday, by the way. So for anyone guessing, yeah, it was out of the wash, literally out in the back drawing. I was out the back with the dogs and just grabbed it off the washing line. So there we go. Same top as yesterday. So, my friends, we've a lot to get through today. Uh, I nearly came on, I, I won't lie, I nearly took the top off and came on with the same top, with no top. Nearly just came on moves out. But then I thought, no, no, no. Got to tease you a little bit. Can't just get the moves out willy-nilly, you know? So, uh, yeah, there we go. What are we going to talk about? Uh, let's start off with some housekeeping. So, today we did get confirmation that Reese Williams has indeed signed a season-long loan deal with Aberdeen, following in the footsteps of other Liverpool players who have gone up to... Is it Pataudry? That's where Aberdeen plays now? So, yeah, that's being confirmed today. Uh, Reese Williams will be there for the upcoming season. Good experience for him. We'll talk about Fabio Carvalho being given the nod from Liverpool to go over and have a medical tomorrow in Leipzig ahead of his loan move there for the season as well. Now, remember when we spoke about Fabio Carvalho going over to RB Leipzig. I did say to you guys, this could be a great opportunity for Liverpool to look to try and leverage the situation to maybe bring in a player. Now, we were thinking Gvardiol, as ambitious as that was, but we mentioned Dominic Sobotsly, and we will talk about him in detail tonight. Jurgen Klopp is a very long-term admirer of Sobotsly. Uh, you may remember, and it was pointed out on the Anfield Agenda Twitter account, that Jurgen Klopp interrupted one of uh, Sobotsly's post-match interviews after Liverpool played Salzburg at Anfield to compliment him on how well he had played. And that was that was a few years back now, so that interest is long, long held. But... I do have to ask one question, and I think this is the question that was on all of our minds today when we seen this link and the uh, the amount. Do we think it's a reasonable amount? Do we think it's amount Liverpool will pay, or do we think that this could be negotiated? Now, the reason that I ask is his bio clause is rumored to be sixty million euro, but there's a bit of debate as to when that runs out. So some people believe that his bio clause runs out at the end of this month, the 30th of June. Some other people think that it goes into July, but no further than that. 
So we do know one thing. The negotiations will be open to happening because they don't have that buyout clause if Liverpool hang off. And I'd like to believe that we can afford it. Well, heck, I know we can afford it, but I'd like to believe that our owners will put the money up. And the reason I'd like to believe it is very simple. Look around us. Look at what's happening right now in the Premier League. Look at what the clubs that we will be competing with for a European spot are doing. Arsenal, they aren't Manchester City. They aren't PSG. Hell, they aren't even Todd Bowley's Chelsea. But today they have looked like they've gotten an agreement for a 105 million pound move for Declan Rice that's on top of Kai Havertz so you're looking at Arsenal having a an over 200 million window by the time they bring in Urien Timber or another centre-back then you look over to Spurs Spurs the laughing stock the banter club of all banter clubs they are today agreeing a deal for James Madison who's having his medical I believe either today or very soon at Spurs 40 million fee there we see Newcastle they've gone out there and they brought in Sandro Tonali 70 million euro and they're not going to stop there yes we've brought in Alexis McAllister brilliant piece of business but there should be no reason we can't afford Sobitzlai. Now I put it to you good people that a window of McAllister, Thuram and Sobitzlai for a midfield rebuild is very, very good. And I, as much as I love Timon, I would be very happy with that window. Dominic Sobitzlai, Alexis McAllister and Kefren Thuram would be very, very good. Because I don't put Sobitzlai in the risk category like we spoke about with some of the other young players we've been linked with. This kid, albeit he's still only 22, 23 years of age, he's a wealth of experience both at international level and club level. And if you look at his Wikipedia page, somebody's been a little bit cheeky because they say he already plays for Liverpool and he wears the number 23. And coincidentally, of course, our number 23 has been vacated by Lucho Diaz. Now, he doesn't wear 23. He wears 17 at Leipzig, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, fair play to whoever was in there uh, shenaniganizing. Shenaniganizing? Is that a word it is now? Shenaniganizing the, uh, the Wikipedia page. But look... I'd like this deal. I'd very, very much like this deal to happen. Sobitzlai is one of those players that will get you up off your seat. Now, remember three, four days ago, I said to you guys, in all sincerity, that people who I'd spoke to had said that he was being looked at as a potential Kevin De Bruyne replacement at Manchester City. Now, it's a big replacement, and I'm not to say that he's going to get to that level because De Bruyne is a special talent, but he's a good player. And if Liverpool can manipulate this situation to try and get a deal that's acceptable to Leipzig, a deal that's acceptable to us, I hope that we would do it because I like the kid. I do. He's the right age bracket. He's the right profile of player. And I think fair value at about... Look, I think the 60 million euro is probably a touch on the high side, but I wouldn't be nickel and dime in it for the sake of 5 million. I'd absolutely just get him. Him, Thuram, McAllister, Jones, Elliot. By Chechich, Henderson, Thiago, Fabinho. That's that's a decent collection, a mixed, uh, a mixed set of players from different age brackets, obviously different experience levels, and it's something I could get behind. So I want to know what you guys think. Are you excited by the news? Are you uh, pessimistic about the possibility of Liverpool spending that much money? And again, we're talking not a million miles away from Barella money as well, and I would say he's an adequate Barella alternative. That's how highly I would rate the kid. Barella's the right here and now guy. He's the 26, 27 years of age, fully experienced, could come in and hit the ground running, but likely to be expensive and likely to probably take more wages. 
I heard something yesterday that I need you guys to investigate for me because if this is true, it is absolutely mind-blowing. What I heard was that Lucho Diaz, our signing from Porto, is on less money than Nat Phillips. Let that sink in. Lucho Diaz is apparently on less money at Liverpool than, than uh, Nat Phillips. That's um, mental. If it's true. Now, I know Liverpool, when they bring players in, initially like to uh, like to give them hunger, desire, and reward them when they prove themselves. And there's a history of us doing that. But Now, remember, before you say no, Nat Phillips did sign a new contract a while back. And um, this was after his improved performances for us and a big part that he played in our, uh, our third place finish a few years ago when it looked like Champions League was all but gone. So... Yeah, and look, I've been reading up on his proposed move to Leeds as well. Leeds United fans are very excited about the possibility of Nat Phillips going there and playing at Ellen Road because they see what we see. An honest, hardworking, straight down the line, top fella who will do anything, put his body on the line. Might be lacking a few of the attributes to ever make it at the very, very top level. But at a club like Leeds, looking to get out of the championship, you could do a lot worse than having somebody like him in your back line because he'll leave it all out there on the pitch. So I hope that move works out for him. I hope it works out for the Leeds fans. And I hope that Liverpool, of course, can get the uh, rumoured £10 million that they're asking for. Now, some people think that's a bit in the high side. I don't. I think £10 million is, is very fair for somebody with the experience that he has. You know, he's a Champions League player. Who else are you going to bring in for 10 million quid that did a Cruyff turn and sent Zlatan Ibrahimovic to the shops in the San Siro? If that alone isn't worth 10 million, I don't know what is. So, yeah, that's where we're at with the latest anyway, with regards to incomings and outgoings that we know specifically about. But there's a load more to go through on tonight's stream. So I'm going to hand it over to the comments now to see how you guys feel. Uh, what price do you think he would go for if we don't pay the 60 million bio clause? Asked Ryan. Yeah, this it's a good question, Ryan. And I've been, you know, gone back and forth with myself all day today on this one. I feel like knowing Liverpool. If you want to go pounds, um, forty-five million pound, and add-ons. What those add-ons are, I don't know. Maybe five to seven. So I'd expect maybe Liverpool to go in at about fifty, fifty-two all in, including. Bio clause or including uh, clauses. Now, sixty million euro for that's a bio clause. That's almost the numbers anyway. So I think it's possible. You know, remember it is euro they're talking about for that release clause. So that's about what fifty-two million pound. Do you think we get sobered sly? Asked AJ. Uh, mate. Again, the the answer would be it'll come down to the owners. If the owners have given them the money. We know the admirations there from Kloppo. And I think I think we can all agree Sabotsly is a good player. Um It's just like it's so hard to be confident of anything with our owners, isn't it? Maybe that's why we are loaning them Carvalho. So I said a few times, David, that it would be foolish of us to not try and manipulate the Carvalho situation. You know, if they want him and he's gone over there on loan by the looks of it, it gives us at least an in to have a conversation around any Leipzig players, be they Josko Gvardiol, Dominic Sobotsly, um, and it looks like Sobotsly be the one because Josko Gvardiol most likely going to end up at Manchester City. 
So, yeah. We should be able to do this. Now, as I said a few minutes ago, for me, this, this summer is no longer just about what FSG will or won't do. It's about what our, our club needs to do to stay competitive. Because if you look at it from last year, we finished fifth. Unacceptable. And others are already strengthening, as have we to some extent. So we need to make sure that we at least stay on par with the level of business that we're looking to do. If you have Arsenal spending 200 to 250 million quid, say, which they're very likely to do. If you have um, Rice in for 105, if you've got 60, 65 million on Kai Havertz, and let's say they bring in Timber, that's in excess of 200 million already. You've got Newcastle who've brought in Sandro Tonali, looking to bring in another couple more. Um, they've also been linked with Sabitzlai at one point. You've got Manchester City who've brought in Kovacic. Um, okay, they look like they're losing out on Declan Rice, but they'll go again. Viega is somebody they've been linked with today. And then you look around United. United will bring in a striker. United will bring in a midfielder. Whether that midfielder is Moise Caicedo or whether it's going to be um, Mason Mount. Again, let's wait and see. So we have to be competitive. And yeah, I get that our owners want to be smart and clever and all that, but... There are levels that we have to compete at, and this is going to excuse me. This is going to take some expenditure on their part. Josh said, "Honestly, fed up of being admired, interested in love with. This is the most important summer since Klopp took over. It, if we fail to strengthen the summer, we could be fighting for the Europa League." So weirdly, the situation over the last couple of days has actually made me more optimistic than pessimistic. I'll explain why. I thought we were going to have this window that was going to be done fairly quickly. We were going to be a little bit left underwhelmed. We're going to get McAllister, Thuram and somebody who we're not very happy about. Somebody like uh, somebody like the kid from the Netherlands, uh, Ryan Gravenberg. Somebody like Kone, who was potentially okay, but not earth-shatteringly happy. Now I'm starting to think more and more that Liverpool are just taking a step back and seeing what develops here. Because there could be some interesting opportunities in this market. And there could be one transfer that knocks on a lot more. Now, the Declan Rice move as an example. That's going to be a British record transfer fee. £105 million for him to go to Arsenal. And as much as I admire him as a football player, Declan Rice. And he is absolutely top drawer. £105 million player, he is not. He isn't. So, Arsenal have put a lot of eggs in that basket. Uh, somebody just said to me that Madison's been announced by Spurs there in the chat. Fitzy, thank you for that. So that's another one of the clubs around us that have gone big. I think Liverpool are looking at this and that might be one of the reasons why we haven't necessarily pulled the trigger yet to go fully unveil what our plans are in midfield. I think maybe we're looking at the Sobitzlai stuff. We're looking at the Barella situation to see what interest or offers go in for him. Now, I don't believe in any way, shape or form that we're going to be in the Caicedo mix because that looks like an £80 million deal and that's not going to happen. Rice is only so expensive because he's Irish. So I think two of the three most expensive players from uh, English players or British players being sold have at least qualified to play for Ireland. And um, Declan Rice, Jack Grealish, you know, both of them played underage level for Ireland. Uh, or three four p three or underscore or l underscore said there's also a negative to Liverpool sitting back if we relax too much to see what happens we might see a player to sign and it might be too late as they might be in a conversation with another club. I think we'd be aware of of 
who our serious interests are and who their admirers are. Because let's say, for instance, we are looking at one player and that player then gets interest of another club. That agent's going to come straight back to Liverpool to say that because they'll want to use it for leverage. Uh, MRMH44 said, I think Liverpool are monitoring the Real Madrid situation with regards to the whole Mbappe kerfuffle. And I agree. And I've said this for a while now. I think it'll be interesting to see if Madrid do go down the we're going for Mbappe route, how much he'd cost and how it would affect their uh, internal FFP at La Liga. So I agree. If Real Madrid have to move somebody on, it will most likely be Valverde or Chiumeni. And Liverpool, as we know, have a long-held interest in both of those guys. I know my name's a bit confusing. It's pronounced as Reaper. We'll go with that then. I'll go with that. Reaper. It makes it a lot easier anyway. Thank you. Uh, Reggae Dragon said, I want McAllister, Sobitzlai, and Thuram. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That is just the right mix of players and very young still. Dude, if we got those three and brought in a center back, I ain't complaining. Not at all. That, that's a window that I think is 9 out of 10. Like, really, uh, would you guys be happy with that window? If it ended with McAllister, Sobitzlai and Thuram and a centre-back who we assume is going to be one for the future but with talent, I'm happy with that. I really, really am. That would be That would be a fair window for the owners. I think, yeah, that would be good. Um, outlay there, potentially... 35, 40, 75, let's say 55, uh, 130 mil. That's one Bellingham. So, yes, I'd be more than happy with that as a midfield window. Sobitzlai has the ability to be that get you up on the edge of your seat type player. Like, he really could be a difference maker with regards to the goals he could chip in with, with regards to assists, and just with regards to his all-round energy, ability, and uh, pedigree. Because, you know, for somebody who's only 22 years of age, he's a wealth of experience already between his time at Salzburg, uh, Leipzig. And I think he was at Liefering, um, a lower tier club before that, maybe. I love how you measure in Bellingham. Well, I think it's only fair to, because as somebody pointed out earlier on, Soy Boy, like, where's the Bellingham money? Where's the Shuameni money? And if we were willing to, you know potentially go for those guys you would imagine that that pot of money should be roughly there so yeah let's measure everything in bellingham's 
I'd put good money if we sign Sabasly, we won't sign another midfielder. I'm I'm trying to just work out how I feel about that. Um I'd be annoyed by it, but less annoyed than if we brought in Graven Birch, Thuram and McAllister. So if we brought in McAllister and Sabasly and no other midfielder, I wouldn't be happy about it, but it wouldn't make me as nervous as the other three would. And I like Thuram. It was just the, the idea of Gravenberch. I, I just don't see it with Gravenberch. McAllister and Sabasly wouldn't be a good window, not getting players in the right positions, said Matthew. So what, what do you mean by that, Matthew? What, what about that wouldn't be the right positions? Because you can play Sabasly on the right side of midfield, and you or you can play him in an attacking position. If you were going for a, a three box three, and you had Trent and Fabinho in two of those more defensive positions, you could have Sabasly and McAllister ahead of them. Uh, you could have Jones. You could have Elliot on the right hand side as well. I think it gives us options, but it doesn't solve the potential issue around uh, a holding player. I think we need a physical defensive mid like Thurami, six foot four. Would love the presence in the middle of the pitch. Um, well, Sabas lies six foot one, so he's no, you know, midget. Um, Thuram, I look, I am fully excited by the possibility of Thuram as well. So that's why I keep saying I'd be really, really happy with a Sabas lie Thuram McAllister window in midfield. That would make me very optimistic. Right, more stuff anyway. So, Viega. Gabri Viega. Fabrizio Romano's been speaking about his situation, and you can add another name now to the list of clubs that are interested in this young man. Manchester City have now entered the race for the Spanish talent, said Fabrizio, after pulling out of the Declan Rice deal. So, all along, look, it looked like Rice wanted to go and stay in London. We've said this for a long time, um, and it's been known about for a long time. So... No surprise that Arsenal look like they'll get that deal over the line. And um, if Manchester City made them pay a few quid extra, well, that's part of the shithousery of football, I guess. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of Viega. I don't have a clue. Because it's a weird one. Because there's loads of clubs apparently interested, but nobody's put the money down. We know it's forty million euro, and you can have the kid if, if of course, he agrees on the move. But like that's the bio clause. Opinions on Kai Havertz move to Arsenal. I think he'll do well. I always liked Kai Havertz. He's not a striker, and playing him as a lone striker is just silliness. But if he has an actual striker alongside him, and he's playing as a second striker, I think he'd do very well. Um, and Arsenal look like they're really setting their stall out to do what we should have done, which is have a season by their standards, which was an excellent season, and then go, we want more. We want more of this. We want to be here regularly. And they're backing their manager. Uh, the Glazers need to stop pulling the contract offers is what they need to do. So did you guys see that? And it was reported by, I think, The Athletic, so like a very reputable company, said that Manchester United had 
given a contract offer to De Gea, which he signed. Now, I don't know if he signed it and the club hadn't signed it, but then they pulled the offer and offered him a lot less. That's that's not great. That That's not great at all. Um, but I do think De Gea is staying there by the looks of things. Do you think Madison the Spurs is a good signing? I think it's the most fucking Spurs signing ever. It's like an overhyped, do it once in a while, prima donna, going to a club that is pretty much exactly that. So um, I think it's a very good signing because they both suit each other. It's just failure all around. Ironically, he'll probably have won more stuff at Leicester City than he will at Spurs. Right, so there's Mark with the most expensive Premier League transfers. Enzo Fernandez, 107. Declan Rice, 105. Uh, Grealish to City, 100. Lukaku, 97. Pogba United, 89. Mudrick, Chelsea, 89. United, Anthony, 85. United, Lukaku, 82. Uh, United... Who's that one? Oh, yeah, sorry. Van, the... Van Dijk to us, 75. Sancho to United, 75. Yeah, that's the list I'm on about. How, looking at that list, right? Human football people have paid... 97 million Chelsea paid for Lukaku and United paid 82 million for him. For the love of God. For the love of fucking God. What? Two clubs have spent almost a hundred million on that clown. Wow. What about Coutinho to Barca? That's uh that's not money being spent by Premier League clubs, mate. That's a sale from a Premier League club. Some of those numbers are absolutely crazy, like Enzo Fernandez for 107 million is is lunacy. No doubt in the man's ability as a footballer, he's, he's a very good player, but he's not 107 million. Declan Rice for 105 million is crazy, but again, will improve Arsenal's team. Grealish for 100 million, I think, is still way overpriced. Lukaku for 97 million is ridiculous. Pogba for 89 million, I don't even need to say anything. Mudrick, I guess that's to be determined. Uh, also, by the way, that loophole has been closed by uh, FIFA that clubs can no longer have a player's payments spread over anything other than five years. Now, keep in mind, this is for the fee. The wages and that contract can still be spread over whatever length of time. But clubs can no longer put a transfer fee over anything other than five years. So none of these Todd Bowley-esque looking to spread things over 95 years and send them to Saudi Arabia and bring them back and blah, blah, blah. But can still do the six, seven, eight year contracts, which are very dangerous for clubs. Hmm. So Jacques Talbot has said, I've been told Arsenal will look to Real Madrid's Arlene Schumeni if they fail to sign either Brighton's Moise Caicedo or sought after Southampton younger Romeo Lavia. So that means that on top of Arsenal dropping 105 million quid on Declan Rice, 65 million on... Uh, Kai Havertz, they are still looking to either bring in Shumeni, Caicedo, or Lavia. That is ambition right there. 
That's ambition. You know, we can talk about taking the piss or whatever, but let's be fair to Arsenal. We're not a... We're not talking about a club that that have taken the piss. You know, they've made some mistakes and Pepe was an absolute waste of money. But, like, I would take what he says with a pinch of salt with regards to the, the credibility of that. But if it is true, Jesus, that would be a statement from Arsenal. And Arsenal still won't win a Champions League. Correct. But, look, we have to think about this from the perspective of our own competition, right? Like, five places gets us Champions League, but our ambition can't be to finish in fourth or fifth. We should be hoping to be in a challenge for the title. I thought you and many was happy at Real. I think everybody, mate, is assuming, Narwhal, that if Real Madrid go for Mbappe, they're going to have to, you know, lose somebody, free up some cash, and the two most likely candidates will be Schumann and Valverde. Uh, Danny said, Liverpool fans want the owners to show real intent and ambition. We understand we can't match others every year, but every once in a while, let the purse strings loose. This is the year to do it. And if Sobotsly is the player we really want, then you've got two days to get it done. Show your ambition, Reds, and get it done. I agree, Danny. And I think Liverpool fans are more than fucking realistic. I, I mean that. Whatever way we look at this, if we're talking about someone like me who continuously wants the best for us or somebody who understands the limitations FSG want to operate at, either way, this should be doable. It should be. Like, 130 million outlay on three midfield signings should be absolutely doable for Liverpool Football Club. Do you think Sobotsly is good enough? 100% yes. 100% yes. I really, really do. If we signed him and McAllister, whatever happens after that we'll talk about, but I would have no doubts about those two signings. Nothing. No complaints, no grievances with the owners over it. Nothing. Be just two good pieces of business. I put my nuts in him talking shit because he's been caught talking other journalist work and putting it his own. Are we talking about Jacques Talbot? Oh, I take it with a huge pinch of salt, Fitzy. Huge pinch of salt. But, like, even if Arsenal are interested in any other midfielder, mate, it's still a lot of ambition if they're looking to bring in a midfielder, let's say, even for the 30 to 40 million on top of Declan Rice and then on top of Kai Havertz, on top of potentially Yuri and Timber. Uh, Jacques Talbot's been back again speaking more about this shoe many thing he said however Florentino Perez sees the midfielder as the club's next Casemiro he has told Carlo Ancelotti to provide shoe many with more minutes next campaign and it would take a huge fee to prize the Frenchman away let me say this first and foremost if I was Carlo Ancelotti and Florentino Perez or any chairman told me to give somebody more minutes I would tell him to go fuck himself I'm the coach you buy the players. That's the, the, the way in Spain a lot of the time. But he's the coach. He picks the players. He picks how many minutes they get. And if he's not liking what he's seen from Schumann or anybody else, then he shouldn't be under any pressure to play them. A lot of money for Rice, 105 million. He's overpriced. I can't get away from that. It's a great signing for Arsenal. It is. He's a very good player. 
And I guess Arsenal fans won't give a shit if we say he's overpriced because he'll be in their midfield. And I do get that and I do appreciate that. But he is overpriced. But I guess, look, at the end of the day, Arsenal fans will only be concerned if they improve their team and they are. Seeing some Arsenal fans saying he is the two best defensive mids in the world. I mean, Rice is a really, really good player. I, I don't know where he'd be in relation to other DMs in the world. But look, you can say that they've brought in a really top level operator. And somebody who knows the Premier League. Somebody who's still really young. Um, I, 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 Look, whatever we talk about the price, I can't get away from that. It's a good signing. Do you think Poch could replicate what Conte did with Chelsea when he first came in? I think Pochettino's a good appointment for Chelsea, Sean. Yes, I do. Um, remains to be seen how we can come in and smooth over that dressing room because there's a lot of discontent in there at the minute with what's been going on with old Todd Bowley. But I've always rated Pochettino as a manager, even when others say he's, uh, he's overhyped or whatever. I think he's a good coach. And... Look at everywhere he's been. You can't look at PSG really for anyone. But if you look at the job he did at Southampton, the job he did at Spurs, he's always made teams better. So, yeah, I do think, and like you've correctly said as well, no Champions League or no European football won't do them any harm. Right, my friends, look, I'm going to call it a night, but thank you as always. Don't forget, sportrelive.com if you want to check out these amazing mugs that uh, Dylan and the team sent us. You can check that out by going to sports relive.com and uh, yeah much love to you all i'll see you tomorrow same time same place much love bye-bye mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.